0: All right, everyone, welcome to today's podcast where we're talking about losing weight with ease, right? Really, um, making your weight loss easier by developing more ease. How do we do that? Uh, I would suggest if you make being calm, more calm, relaxed, centered, a deeper sense of ease within yourself, that you're going to have a much better and easier time losing weight and ultimately being able to stay at that weight. I find that stress is probably one of the biggest emotional triggers that lead to weight issues, right? Because not only is it affecting you physically, but more importantly, it's affecting your hunger, your moods, your desire to even want to eat well, right? When we get stressed enough, "Who gives you shit. I don't care what I eat, you know? And so we tend to not look at that deeper level of how we feel. So how do we feel more ease? What if that was a criteria that we looked to develop in order to lose weight? Um, we begin asking different questions. How can I make weight loss easier? Well, we have to understand that. How do you create weight loss? Well, you eat different, you live different. And so you begin to make healthier food choices in an easy way. I know you don't have the answer to that. I know you don't know how to eat and make better food choices easily, but you are not asking that question. And simultaneously what we look to do is let me start doing things in my life that make me feel more calm and relaxed, more centered. And when we start to develop that, which you can develop instantly, you can feel more calm instantly. As soon as you choose to, by relaxing your face, your shoulders, your chest, your stomach, taking a deeper breath and slowly letting it out. Every time you do that, you feel a bit more calm and things become a bit easier, you see? So we don't wanna just imagine, it doesn't just magically become easy. We have to develop the sense of calm and relax within us that supports it being easy. And so it's this two-part process of figuring out strategies that make it easy to make healthier food choices and healthier lifestyle decisions. And on the other side, we're developing within ourselves the capacity to feel more calm, more centered, more tranquil, more serene, more ease. And you can do this intentionally. And the beauty is, again, you can feel it instantly. Just taking a moment and relaxing and taking a deep breath and slowly letting it out always works. But what if you wanna go deeper into it? What if you start to do that for a minute, two minutes a day? You do it at night, a minute and two minutes at night. So you start to bookend your day with this. You start to go for short walks where you get out into nature and that makes you feel more calm. You drink more water, that makes you feel more centered and on and on. But if you intentionally develop a sense of calm while you simultaneously develop strategies of eating and living that bring you to your goal weight that are easy for you, if this becomes your focus and approach, wouldn't it lead you down a different path than what you've been doing? Because is the diet not a tremendous source of stress every time you start it to completely get rid of carbs, completely cut the calories out, this intense overcorrection, is that causing you to feel calm and relaxed or is it stressing you out even more? And is what you're trying to do to lose weight really hard to begin with? So even just that approach is stressful. No sugar, no carbs, 1200 calories. Count all my points. Is that easy? Does that make you feel relaxed? (laughs) And if it doesn't, At what point does this become easy? Or do you just anticipate that for you to live at your goal weight, you're going to have to be miserable and stressed for the rest of your life? And if that's the case, we've got to come back and realize that's not your only option. The other option is to take the path of easy weight loss, which is something you develop over time by finding easy strategies that work for you and by developing the ability and the capacity to feel more calm and more relaxed along this journey so that you can think more clearly to come up with the strategies that are easy for you. I hope this makes sense because this is this is the way, right? This is the way that really works. Uh, if you wanna go deeper into this, again, you can go programyourselfthin.com and I'll give you a free hypnosis session and a training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. Um, please go check it out because it's a better way. So I hope this helps you out. Uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will, uh, I'll answer them perfectly. <laughs> i'll try yeah let's see i saw a question here i thought but oh there it is what's up bailey hi jim the visual of letting the tennis ball go is very helpful help me let my thoughts go yeah that's a good one right um i love that one that's one of my favorites uh and in and remember, remember though like when we do stuff like that this is i this is a little bit of a lesson on visualization uh because i think a lot of times visualization is probably one of the main mental management strategies, right? So if you wanna influence your thinking, visualization, right? Because people don't think meditation is kind of emptying your thoughts, it's a little different. Hypnosis is actually very much like visualization, but it uses more modalities. So we're not just visualizing, but we're hearing things, imagining hearing things, feeling things. So this is why I like hypnosis more, um, but there is the visual component. But in my opinion, there's three main things, right? When you wanna Im- influence how you feel, it's important to understand, well, what's the formula to influence your, how you feel? It's basically what you're visualizing in your mind when what you're hearing. You're basically watching a movie in your head. And you're visualizing something, you're hearing something, and that is creating a feeling. Okay? Now, you know this already because why do you like TV shows and movies? Right? Because what are you doing? You're, you're watching moving pictures, watching that, and you're hearing sounds, and you're imagining you're in that scenario, and it gives you a feeling. If you watch a comedy, right? You're imagining you're in a comedy situation and you laugh and it's fun. You watch a horror movie, you're putting your imagination into this horror scenario and you're feeling nervous and tense, right? So we do this all the time. Hypnosis is unavoidable. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is the lay of the land. There's no not hypnotizing yourself. We are hypnotic beings, right? And so um, when we wanna influence how we feel, we wanna get a better handle on being able to influence how we think primarily what we're visualizing and what we're imagining hearing, okay? So you know you have an internal dialogue. You're always talking to yourself. You have a voice in your head always talking and you've got multiple voices, but you got this voice in your head that's constantly talking to you and you're making pictures in your mind all the time. And this process of visualization and auditory, you call it hallucination if you want, um, is creating feelings in your body all the time. Now, what you're imagining a lot, if you want to lose weight, there's a good chance you think like a dieter. And what you're imagining in saying to yourself is probably not helping you out. And this is what I help people with. You're probably saying things like, oh, What's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? Why can't I lose weight? Why do I have no willpower? Why can't I get myself to exercise? Why can't I do this? Why can't I, you know? And it's all about the problem, what you can't do. And you have this voice in your head, this perfectionist voice that makes you feel bad for not getting better results. And what does that do? It makes you feel bad, right? So this is really important because a lot of times people feel completely out of control with their emotions. right? And they just, I don't know, they feel the emotion, but how do you influence it? And they have no, no sense of that, you know? And so it's important to understand that your, any emotion you're feeling at any moment in time is a combination of what's going on in your body and what's going on in your mind. And with your body, you know, if you're feeling stressed, well, the first thing you wanna do is relax your body. It's harder to feel as stressed when you relax your shoulders, you sit back, you relax your shoulders, your chest, your stomach, your face, your neck, really let go of my face, right? You store a lot of tension in your face. Um, fascinating science, all the muscles in your face, and there, there's a lot of them, they're really intricately connected to the emotions you feel. It's, it's pretty interesting. So as you, um, as you relax your face and you relax your shoulders and your chest and your stomach, you now free yourself up to breathe. Breathe more fully, right? Because if you tighten all the muscles in your body, this is a fun exercise, do it if you want, but if you tighten the muscles in your stomach, chest, and shoulders as tight as you can and take a deep breath while you do that, right? Tense those muscles up and take a deep breath. Right? It doesn't work because your lungs need to expand to take a deep breath. And so if you're tense muscularly, you can't breathe properly. And if you've got restricted breathing and tensed muscles, you're going to feel a higher state of stress and anxiety and tension, right? And so if you feel stressed, the first thing you wanna do to get a handle on it, we call this a break state, is we want to let go of that tension, relax, begin to breathe more deeply. And you tell me, does that make you feel a little better? Not all the way perfect, but, is it better than where you were feeling with the stress? And most of the time, it's going to be yes, okay? And once you're there, now we can go into the mind that's creating that stress in the first place. Your body and brain are this cybernetic loop. They kind of work each other up, you know? So you start thinking about something that gets you anxious. So you think about on a diet. Maybe you're on a diet today and you're trying not to eat any carbs. And you like, I can't eat any carbs. I don't want to eat carbs. Don't please, please just don't eat the carbs. I don't know. Right. You're just talking to yourself like that. You're worried. You're scared. You're nervous. And you're creating tension in your body. And then that tension in your body is making the thoughts become more, more high pitched and, and neurotic and, and intense. Right. And it loops. You know, we have no sense. Well, how do I control that? You know, and people start too late usually, but they just have no sense of how do I influence that? And we always influence, we start with the body. Anytime you, it always makes you feel better. (laughs) Like always, always. And that starts to flip a switch in your mind that says, holy shit, I can actually influence how I feel. That's kind of nice. If you do nothing else other than that, that feels nice. Now, if you don't influence your brain, you're gonna go back into that anxious state. But um, once you learn how to deal with the mind as well, you start to learn how to keep that stress at a lower level and feel more relaxed. Um, What kind of diet do you recommend to lose weight? I recommend the diet that you will consistently do. Every diet um, that you know of has been proven to work if you follow it. The real question is, are you going to follow it? (laughs) <laughs> and so um, program itself then really operates under the idea that there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. And so there's people in the program doing everything, carnivore, vegan, keto, intermittent fasting, one meal a day, all of it, you know, and I don't care. I support, I'll support anyone with whatever they want to do, because I believe you got to figure out what works for you. But I think the important part of figuring out what diet's going to work for you is first of all, to realize probably like there's no one diet that's going to get you the results you're looking for. You need to look at the diets and take the pieces that work for you and discard the rest in service of creating your own one-of-a-kind diet that's built specifically for you, all right? And so you can't just look at a diet. Most people just measure a diet's effectiveness by saying, how quickly will I lose the weight? And if you only look at that side of the equation, you're going to probably pick the most extreme plans because the probably the fastest weight loss diet that I know of is probably a water fast, right? Where you just stop eating and you just water fast. So that's the quickest weight loss. So if all you cared about was that, then you would say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to water fast. But if we zoom out a little bit and we say, okay, but what's my experience of it? How do I feel doing it? And how long will I be able to keep it up? Well, now we get a more fuller picture of whether it's a good diet for you or not a water fast is that a good diet to live with you know probably for most people no and so we can't just look at what gives us the fastest weight loss results we have got to take into account um, what do i have to do on this diet and is it something that i'm going to keep doing or want to keep doing and if it's not what's the point right one of the craziest ones the hcg diet where yeah, I, th- I think this is the funniest one because it really is like, like m- most diets are really just courses in marketing. It's all marketing bullshit. But the HCG diet is where they take this hormone that pregnant women have and they inject it into you, right? That- that's part of it. But the bigger part of it is that you only eat 500 calories a day, you know? And so it's like, you know what? You could probably skip the HCG shot. If you're just going to eat 500 calories a day, you're going to lose weight regardless of that. And so the question is though, how long are you going to eat 500 calories a day for, right? probably not very long and so what's the point you know so so I hope this helps you um, choose a a diet that's right for you and get you the results you want not just get you the results you want but set you up to keep those results that's what I want you want Um, um, I enjoy listening to you thank you I appreciate you saying that Um, what do you think about TRT Uh, to be honest that is not something I really am too well versed on So I, I really couldn't talk about that. I really don't know enough about that, but but I might look it up, learn more. Um, maybe I'm more about like I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. Obviously not a doctor. Uh, what I do is I help people, usually who are successful, professionally, personally, uh, and they they know what they should do and it's funny because in one area of their lives you know either like professionally or like they're the greatest mom on the planet but they're like action taker you know perfectionist overthinker in in that area and they're succeeding with those areas and then when it comes to the weight though nah not getting those results and so that's that's a big that that's primarily who i work with and i help them do what they already know they should You, you see what i mean so i'm not i don't tell people what to eat I got best practices that I share. You know, I talk about nourishment and, and my f- thoughts on that, but specifically what someone should eat. I've seen people eat everything too. You know, I think that's an interesting thing. But anyways, I see someone followed that question. up, do I wanted to answer it. Whoops. Uh, but how did you feel when you turn, when you hit 40? Um, I'll be honest, 40 was a tough one for me. Like it kind of hit me out of nowhere. And um, I'll tell you what though, 40 was... Was a couple of years. I was about two, three years into having my second child. And I, he was not, he was a, my first kid was very easy. My second kid was much harder. He didn't sleep well and he was a much more kind of like expressive person. And, uh, and, and right when we had him, we had moved into our, our new house and we were redoing the whole thing over like everything. I, I painted literally every surface. We just, we, did it. we had construction we had all this stuff and that was going on for the first six, seven months. We moved here. We had a new baby. He wasn't sleeping well. I run a business. You know, me all this stuff. And that depleted me. Like he didn't sleep well for a while. So I was depleted for a number of years. And then I turned 40 and I was like, I feel like shit. Um, but, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm like, this is 40. I feel like shit. What I came to realize, thank God, is that I was really depleted. I was not sleeping well for years and years with that. And I really focused on my sleep for like a year, getting myself back to zero. And um, then I started feeling a lot better. And so I realized that was that. But here I am now, I'm almost 50. And um, I don't know, I feel great. So I don't know. The testosterone thing, I know. I know that's a thing. And, you know, they always say, too, like, like the less fat you have, the less testosterone you make. And so, um, but everything's so anecdotal. Who gives a shit, you know, how I felt? You know what I mean? Like, like that doesn't mean how you're going to feel or whatever. But um, I don't know, I feel pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm moving around, playing, still playing basketball, playing soccer. Um, pretty active, you know, so that's how i feel and way more energized than i was too but that was all the sleep hello from is that brazil what's that flag racine is that brazil i watch a lot of ufc so i know the brazil flag but it's so little on my screen it's hard to make it out um christina says i've lost 51 pounds and have 48 more to go i am getting weary and tired of the process suggestions yeah christina perfect Um You're like my favorite person to talk. This is why I do these lives more than anything, I swear to you. Because, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are struggling to lose weight. But trust me, what's way worse is when you actually really do it and you commit to it and you stick with it and you lose the weight only to put it back on, which I know a lot of you've experienced as well anyways. And that is the part that breaks my heart um, for a lot of reasons because you're doing everything you thought you're supposed to. Um, Yeah, you get weary of the process, you know. And, And this is the time for you to realize that the weight loss in and of itself, the weight is a means to an end, like money. Money and weight are very similar in the sense that they're, me- they're means to an end. Having money, having a certain weight in and of itself does not make you happy, fulfilled, relaxed, calm, confident, whatever emotion you're looking for. Um, it really a lot more comes down to the process you're using. Okay, And so I don't know what the process you're using is. Okay, I'm going to assume it's some form of a strict diet. Where you're restricting carbs, calories, some other macro hours, which you're eating. <laughs> There's some restriction going on, probably. And what ends up happening is you start losing the weight is you start to realize the weight loss alone is not getting me what I was hoping I would get, which is that you wanted to feel good, you wanted to be easier, you wanted to feel better about yourself, you wanted to feel free and you realize you feel just as imprisoned, but the weight's just lower. And, and so I think it's a, this is an important moment for you. Um, and what I would suggest is that you start to shift this process into one of not focusing primarily on losing weight, but more on focusing on living at your goal weight, getting to your goal weight and living there for the rest of your life on near autopilot. I would write that down because that goal is very different than losing weight. What happens for a lot of people is most of you all have, have two mindsets. you got your overweight mindset and you have your diet mindset. And you basically flip-flop between these your whole life, right, You're overweight mode, doing nothing, just kind of living life, and all of a sudden you get so upset, you say, like, I'm gonna lose the weight, now you go strict diet mode. And what ends up happening is you may occasionally start losing the weight, but you still just are stuck in these mindsets. you got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset. And this is where people start to get nervous Cause I said, well, I can't go back to thinking like I used to, and I can't keep thinking like a dieter cause I can't keep losing weight. And so what has to happen again in program itself, then we start with this, but now's a good time to do it is you start focusing on developing a thin and healthy mindset. That's what you actually want. You don't just want to diet yourself down to a low weight because you can't keep dieting, right? Dieting is really about losing weight. And you never really have thought or focused on maintaining your weight, living at your goal weight forever. And so what has to focus is not just on the outcome you're looking to create. Not, it can't just be about the, the weight loss. It has to also be about the process you're using to create that. So you can't just stay fixated on the weight loss. Because if you do, you'll do extreme unsustainable things that you can't keep up. Now, if you focus a lot of your energy on the process with the criteria saying, I want to lose weight, but I want to do it in a way that works for me, that is comfortable and easy for me. So I don't have to focus and be so stressed all the time. I want to enjoy this. I want it to be more relaxed and and comforting and calming and all that stuff. Now I know you don't you're like, what the fuck? I don't even know what that I don't even know where to start. I get that. But you've never that's never been your goal. Your goal has just been this obsessive fixation on losing weight. That's not enough, as you're finding out, you know? So great job dropping the 51 pounds. But if you did it in a way that you hate if you hate whatever process you're using, it's not going to last so it can't just be about the weight loss it has got to be about the process as well and i think once you start focusing on that you'll, you'll start to do better but what i would strongly suggest and i suggest this to all of you go to my bio click the link and get the hypnosis session i give you okay because that's another piece christina here's another little piece going back to that mindset let me reframe it in a different way your weight is a is a physical projection of your mental self and so we all have a self-image. If you've been overweight for a long time, you think of yourself as an overweight person. You don't like it, but you gotta admit you're familiar, you're comfortable with being that version of yourself. You know how to get through the world as that version of yourself. And so all of a sudden, now you're gonna be this thin, healthy person who doesn't have to worry about their weight and just thriving and all the rest of it. That's a big identity jump. And you need to, that, that should be, in my, again, program yourself thin, that's, that's something we focus on, um, you know, really what identity you wanna have. Not not just weight loss external, um, but internally, who do you want to be? W- what Christina do you want to live as? So program yourself then. It's about taking the weight loss rapid and personal development, okay? So it's not primarily about the weight loss. It's about becoming the best version of you possible. Who is the best Christina you can imagine? And one aspect of that's your weight, but it's just one aspect. There's all sorts of other things. I'm focused. I'm relaxed. I'm calm. My relationships are better. I have more energy. I sleep better. I feel good about myself, you know, whatever it is that's important to you. And you start to articulate in a more robust way. And um, I know I give you a lot of stuff, but go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session. But more importantly, it takes a few minutes to send you that. I send you guys to a training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. Watch the training. It's about a half hour. But I, especially for for Christina, because you put so much effort in work and you have not focused on the mindset piece at all. Right. And so watch that training a half hour. I think you'll find that that's very, very helpful for you, especially where you're at. So good job. But now you got to kind of shift gears a little bit. Can't just be about weight loss and doubling down on, on what you've been doing because you don't like the process. So start focusing on improving the process so that it works for you as well. All right. Um, see, just calories in, calories out. Yeah, calories in, calories out. Again, it, it's, it's, um, it's an, un. So here's an, I'll just go with this real quick. A lot of weight loss for people, the way they approach it is you're consciously trying to control automatic unconscious behaviors, right? So you're programmed, you know, I was saying before, your overweight mindset. Well, your overweight mindset is behaviors that you have learned how to do and now you just do them on autopilot. And so a lot, and, and now you're trying to control them consciously. But to give an example of what this feels like, it's like, the way you're trying to lose weight by counting all the calories and tracking every little thing, you know, being so focused on it. It's kind of like if tomorrow you said, when I wake up, I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. I'm going to use my mouse, my computer mouse with my other hand. I'm going to use my phone with my other hand. You could do it, but it would take lots of conscious energy to do that because it's an automated behavior to do it with the other hand and you'll do it and you can do it, but it's annoying. You you jab your gums. It's frustrating. It takes a lot of energy and it, it drains you. And so that's what, how a lot of people try and lose weight. They try to consciously control and fight against their automatic behaviors. With Program Yourself Then we look to program in new behaviors that run automatically that keep you at your goal weight. So it's a completely different approach in that sense. But um, so that helps. The video doesn't work well. What video? This video doesn't work, Astrid? Uh, what's up, Bella? Yeah, Astra, let me know. I don't. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Astra. Um, or Astrid. Uh, I'm not sure which video you mean. Oh, you're welcome, Christina. Oh, yes, the live. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's up, Don? Yeah. Sometimes I don't know. People got weird internet connections. Sometimes I do. I don't know how this is. I've got. I'll tell you what's funny in life. I don't know how much money you have to spend. <laughs> on computers and internet to get like consistently fast service. But uh, I haven't figured out what that number is yet, (laughs) but uh, I don't know if it's me or you, but yeah, sorry for me. It looks fine. Sometimes I do get like a a message bar that says uh, like I got a bad connection, you know? And um, but I I haven't seen that here, so I don't, I don't know what's up, but yeah, it's, it's a beautiful day here. I'll tell you that it's, it's a, it's a warm fall, but it's so nice out. It's a beautiful day. So I don't know if I'm know, i saying that, but <laughs> it's a nice day, but all right, I never get out of here. I got a lot of stuff to do today. I got a busy day here. So, uh, I'm going to get cracking with that. But, uh, yeah, again, anyone here, if, um, unless you guys have a question, maybe last questions real quick, I, I'll try and answer that. But, um, yeah, if you're not not my world, make sure, go go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, get the training I give you. And, you know, it's funny, I was just, I was talking to someone yesterday and uh, they're like, they're like, what do you give people? And I was like, yeah, I, I give them this email. It was a program I used to sell, you know? It's a, you know, it's a, what? $300 program. Um $300 program I just give you guys. <laughs> That's an email for every day. I send you like all this coaching and support, you know, so I just give it to you again. I don't think you'll find anyone. That's my goal is to, to give you more stuff for free than anyone else. Cause again, my mission is to help as many people as possible at their goal weight. And, um, I got some cool things coming with that. Uh, am I going to do another live later? I don't know. We'll kind of see. Cause I got, I got a kind of a funny day. I got like a lot of stuff coming up in the middle of the day. And I always kind of see where I'm at. I, I know I love doing lives. they're they're fun, you know, i I really enjoy them. and, um, but my my big thing has been this week, my goal for myself was to do a live every day at noon <laughs> and uh, uh, here I am three days in doing it. It's funny though, like again, I'll I just I think it's funny because changing behavior is I'm just obsessed with behavioral change. like i've I've been obsessed with that really, really my whole life, but especially the last thirty years. But like even like, like making 12 o'clock every day. It's like, it's so funny. It's like, it sounds easy, but it's like, there's all this subconscious stuff that prevents me from doing it. Right. And that's, I mean, so I, I deal with the same stuff I talk about. Like I've mastered it when it comes to eating lifestyle weight, you know, I've, I've got that locked down. Um, But I always share this with my clients because I don't want to sit out here. I think you see a lot of gurus out there like they've got the answers to everything. And I I don't know. (laughs) I certainly don't. And so I do absolutely, you know, I believe I have mastered weight and and life, you know, food, eating and, and lifestyle habits. But um you know, there, there's other things, you know, usually they're, they're kind of business related, you know, personal related things that I'm always working on. Now I, I approach it with the same stuff I'm talking about here though. You see, so even like knowing I'm going to do 12 noon, it's like, um, it's funny. You go, well, why hasn't it happened? Well, I haven't committed to it. You know what I mean? I haven't, haven't had a good strategy to make it happen. Um, and so it's funny because there's always read, right? So it's like, you could just, you guys could just grind yourself into a pulp beating yourself up for not doing things that are so easy to do. And that's the thing with weight loss. Weight loss conceptually is one of the simplest things on the planet. Like, like really, right? Conceptually, the idea, you just reduce your calories and you're going to lose weight. Simple, right? It's how do you do that? You eat less calories, you burn more calories. Simple, easy. Anyone could do it. Child could do it. Child could understand it. Right, but it's obviously harder than that. You know why? Because it's all about the behavioral change. The the not the logical understanding of what you should do is like this much of weight loss. The ability to get yourself to do that is ninety percent of it. You know, and um, no one approaches weight loss like this. You know, everyone just thinks they're one plan away. You know but why? I mean how many plans have you tried? <laughs> you sit here, you sit here listening to me knowing that you know what you should and shouldn't do to lose weight. Like like you know enough. You can always learn more, you know what I mean, optimize things more, but you you know enough about what you should and shouldn't eat to lose weight. The problem is you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently. And this is a big piece of the puzzle, as you can imagine, and it requires understanding how to influence behavior. And I think the way you influence behavior is understanding You know, first, how to influence your mindset, how you're thinking um, and, and ultimately feeling, how to influence your lifestyle habits, how you're living, what you're doing day in and day out, and then having a real complete customized strategy for how you're gonna eat. You know, so you don't need to think about it. We need to make it automatic. We need to make it easy. And I find a lot of people when they wanna lose weight, they make it really hard. Subconsciously, it's like you want the hardest plan you can find because again, you've been conditioned to just value how fast it works. That's your main criteria. You don't look at how long it's going to last. Oh, fuck it. I'll figure that out later. I'll figure that out later. No, you won't. You got to stop. You got to wake up from that trance. How many times you lost weight and put it back on? You didn't figure it out. No one does. 95%. I don't know. Is that number right or not? I I don't know. You know, that's the number they throw around. I've seen it multiple places. It matches up with my reality. We live in a country where 82% of the population is overweight or obese. So, you know... Something's going on. We've never had more diets. We've never had more diet pills and supplements and surgeries and drugs for weight loss than ever, and yet obesity and overweight rates keep skyrocketing. So what's up? You know, I, I don't know. I think you have to find a, a new way to approach this, and I think the new way—certainly what I'm talking about—I know. I'm, I know there's other people um, approaching it, you know, in somewhat similar ways. Uh, but at the very least don't do what you did, (laughs) right? And that's so hard for our brains, our human brains. We want to just do what we did, but that's going to get you the same results you gotten, you know? And so like, that's why I always say like, at the very least, that's why I give you the, 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 hypnosis and the training for free. I don't want you to pay for hypnosis. Go test it out. It may or may not work for you. Hypnosis doesn't work for everyone. I don't think it works for anyone. Like, I don't think there's a hypnosis program on the planet where you could just listen to hypnosis sessions and then be thin forever. There's hypnosis sessions you could listen to and start losing some weight, but I don't think it's going to last. That was my experience. I've never seen a hypnosis program that gave you permanent... They said, Jimmy, you're a hypnotist. What are you talking about? Isn't that what you do? No, that's one piece of the program. I mean, it's a supplement. It's very powerful. But ultimately, you need to learn how to program your own mind. So you need to, I think, you need to understand self-hypnosis... Um, and you need to have a customized roadmap that you're, that's created for you that you're going to follow to get your goal weight and then live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. And so I don't think, you know, I don't, I look at these other plans and I say this, I say this to you, you want to make a quick hundred bucks, you go find a, a weight mastery plan, a weight loss plan that's as comprehensive as mine. There you go. All you do is send it to me and, uh, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now and, uh, I haven't, I haven't given a hundred bucks to anyone. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, I challenge you, you know, but, but I challenge you this just to get your brain going in another direction. Cause I don't want you, I think a lot of people struggling with weight just are sitting with this belief that they don't realize they're sitting with, but you're sitting with this belief that you don't believe you can do it. You don't believe you can lose the weight. But a big part of that belief is because you're only considering losing weight by dieting, you know, and you never consider another approach. And that's what I'm trying to wake you up to. So I don't care if you use my approach or someone else's, but please get off the diet train. you know. And that's why I give you the hypnosis session and the training for free, just to kind of jolt you, jog you out of it. I send you emails every day, kind of just, there's another way, <laughs> there's another way. You don't have to diet to lose weight. There's other ways to do this. I just made a video about this, um, talking about like marketing, uh, and the idea that the dieting is like, Probably the gr- one of the top five, I would say, top marketing campaigns of all time. And one of the ways they they judge, like the pinnacle of marketing campaigns, is considered like Kleenex, Kleenex, um, Xerox, because we use those words, those brand names, to describe the product, right? And when it comes to weight loss, pretty much everyone just says diet. They're synonymous almost. You can't even separate weight loss from dieting at this point. You know, short of surgery or medicine. You know, It's dieting and weight loss. They're one and the same. And so that has entrapped your brain to think about weight loss as a dieter. And so my my goal here, my primary number one goal, because if you're struggling with weight, I know that you think like a dieter. I guarantee you have a dieter mindset. And if you continue to have a dieter mindset, I think you're always going to struggle with your weight. It's embedded. The concept of struggling with your weight is embedded in a dieter mindset. It's one of the main beliefs and and concepts. Never do you kind of stretch your brain to even consider the idea that weight loss not only could be easy and, and enjoyable, but that you could get back to your goal weight comfortably in a way that really works for you. And then you could live the rest of your life at that goal weight on near autopilot. So you don't need to obsess on food. You don't need to count points. You don't need to count calories. You don't need to never eat a carb again. You can live a normal life where the weight just takes care of itself and you can spend all that mental energy and emotional energy on whatever else is more exciting for you. Relationships that are important to you, your work, um, personal development, things that you you enjoy doing. You know, I mean, there's a million things I'm sure that you'd rather spend this energy on than your fucking weight <laughs> forever, right? What you're going to eat, feeling bad about yourself. I mean, it's like you know, and it's because you think like a dieter is the primary reason. Now, I always say this, that your mindset is the number one thing impacting your weight. More important than your genetics, your hormones, all of it. Your your insulin is all of it, your mindset. Because your mindset controls everything. And you never learn how to influence your mindset, though. You know, so once you realize that that's another option, uh, you know, I want to say like, I, I compare it to like, um, just to put it in another context, <clears throat> in the 80s, we had that campaign, that Nancy Reagan campaign, it was like just say no to drugs, right? And it was like, what a superficial, inadequate plan. We're not calling it a plan, right? Or just calling it, a, it, it, what is it? What What even was it? I don't know. Um, but that's what was the big phrase. Just say no to drugs. Okay. Is that it? Is, is, like, that's all we needed to know? We already knew that. You know, so there, you know, we, we would never say someone's struggling with drug addiction. Hey, just say no to, dr- oh, hey, just say no to drugs, man. You know, and walk away feeling good about ourselves. Like it's silly. You know, we, we realize now it's an inadequate approach, but what are we doing? What's a diet? Is a diet not the same exact strategy? Like, 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 just say no to the food. Just say no to the carbs. Just say no to eating for 16 hours. Just say no to the sugar, the cookies and the calories. Yeah. Okay you think you think oh oh i didn't know that i didn't know shit i was wondering do you not know that already do you already know right you walking through the day not sure what you should be doing no sense well i don't i don't know why i don't know why i'm overweight i have no idea like that's not what's happening right you know why but you don't know how to change it and so just like just say no is an adequate approach what do we do now if someone's struggling with drug addiction what is, oh just say no Wait, right, What we do, we have a more robust, comprehensive approach to, to managing it. Don't you think the same would be true with your weight? You, It's estimated you make over 200 food decisions a day, but you think tomorrow's Monday. So now you're going to make all those decisions perfectly from now until you lose all the weight in six months. Like what, what, how would that work? What else could you do that in life? You just instantly just change a core central part of your life. Like just cause you decided to. You know, it just, it it exudes and it exhibits a complete lack of real understanding of how your mind works, you know? And so again, you're, you're, you're fighting against yourself. You're always trying to do it, but you're not being strategic with it. You just keep using tactics because every diet is just a tactic and you try and force yourself to follow it, but you never do any of that deeper work. And so you keep wasting all your energy with these, these fad diets, these short-term fixes and nothing ever really changes what's going on. in a a foundational way. And so you've got to change that. And you've got to change that by not dieting anymore. Stop with the diet. Which isn't to say, say say you're trying to do keto. Great. Let's take aspects of that, right? Let's start with where it's comfortable. Let's start reducing refined carbs. Great. Do you have to completely cut them out and go on ketosis? Absolutely not. (laughs) If you start cutting down your refined carbs by 30% for the next two months, you'll probably lose weight. It'll probably be a lot easier for you you'll probably be able to keep it up. So six months from now, you might be 20 pounds lighter in an easier, comfortable way that is not stressing you out, you know? So you've gotta get off of this short-term fixation and start looking at the big picture. Your goal is not to lose weight. The losing weight is just a phase. It's a temporary phase. It's gonna take a couple weeks, months, or years, and then you're gonna be at your goal weight, and then you wanna live there forever. So let's focus on that piece. Not just the how can I lose weight as fast as possible? Because that fast weight loss obsession leads you to overwhelm yourself, right? You're doing strategies that are too overwhelming, so you're getting stressed out, freaked out to the point now that you just feel f- completely flummoxed when you think about weight. I don't know what to do. I tried everything; nothing works. You know? Have you tried? Um, have you tried a slower, more strategic, systematic approach? I, Jim, I, I, I got, I don't have time for that. I got to lose the weight. Well, how, how long have you been trying to lose the weight like this for? 10 years. How much weight have you lost the last six months? None. Last year. I put five pounds on. Okay. So what is your rush anymore? If you've been trying to lose weight for over five, 10 years, what is your rush anymore? It's been five, 10 years. And for a lot of you, it's been 20, 30, 40 years. So what the fuck is your rush anymore? (laughs) Am I crazy? I don't know. So that's what I think. But And even still, I'll I'll ask this real. I want to get out of here, but I'm curious about this question. But if anyone here wants to write, like, what is your, how are you trying to lose weight and live at your goal weight? Like, what is your, I'm going to say strategy, but let's be honest, it's really a tactic. But, but what, what are you going to do? What is your plan? What do you need to do in your mind to lose the weight and live as a thin person or a, a slim, healthy person? Whatever word you want to use, right? What do you think you have to do? Cut out carbs, 1,200 calories, work out every day. What do you think? What do you think you got to do? Right? I'd be curious to know. And you'll see the same stuff, right? You'll see the same answers, but you'll rarely see like a mindset approach, you know, or a lifestyle piece of it. I switched to a whole food diet, cut out processed food and cut way back on sugar. So that's a super that's a super smart move because that's a much more comprehensive plan. You see, it's not just, most people are doing one thing, cut the carbs, cut the calories, cut the fat, cut the meat, cut the vegetables, cut, you know, whatever. We cut everything There's the diet for every cut. Um, I think a whole food diet's a much more bigger thing. And just embedded within the whole food diet idea is that it's not just about weight loss, right? You're, you're transforming who you are, right? You're transforming your physicality, you know, with, with that food, um, and cutting out the process and cutting way back on sugar so great job sunshine what i'd suggest to you is add at the very least the lifestyle piece okay and by lifestyle what i mean in order of importance proper sleep hydration relaxation breathing nourishment you should got that one down um movement meditation gratitude and i put them in order of importance so make sure your sleep's proper make sure you're hydrating make sure you're relaxing and breathing and what that will do is that will keep you in a state well not all the time, but, but more often you will feel a deeper sense of calm and relaxation. And the more you feel that way, the easier it is to eat that whole food diet and avoid the processed stuff. So it's, it's, we need two parts. We can't just have how we want to eat. We've got to support it with a lifestyle foundation. I feel like well, most people miss this, you know. So great job though. Don says, my plan has been consistency with 5-2 and not removing food I love. Yeah, Don. Well, I knew Don's cheating. She's been here for a long time. Um, Christina says, eat at my TDE. So again, that's that's fine, but if it's just about eating, right? So, so in, in Programming Self, then we kind of build around this weight mastery pyramid, mindset, lifestyle, eating. Just focusing on the eating is probably never gonna get you the results you want because what's controlling your eating? It's not your knowledge, right? What's controlling your eating is not your knowledge of what's good and what's bad, what you should and what shouldn't eat. That's not controlling. It has a little bit to do with it, but a little, little, little bit. What has most to do with what you actually eat? Is it not your emotions? Right? When you're calm and relaxed and motivated and inspired and excited to eat well and, and get to your goal weight, eating at, at your uh, TDE is a lot easier. Right? Um, same information, but when you're calm and relaxed and motivated, it's easier to eat that when you're stressed out, pissed off, depressed, sad, mad, all the rest of it, well, you, you know the same information, but now you're blown way past it, right? And so no one ever focuses on this because everyone just assumes, well, I should just have the willpower to control it regardless of where I'm at emotionally, energetically, moods, you know? And and why would you think that? I don't, I don't get that, you know? Um, I need to eat like the person that I want to be, but with tinier portions. Okay, so again, that don't take this the wrong way, but that's so vague as to be almost meaningless. All right, so we need to get specific. This is why I say the, the one, I, you always hear me say like, there's no right or wrong with program yourself Then um, there's only, or with your weight loss, there's, there's only what works for you. The one exception I have is, is I believe you've got to structure your reading, okay? Because um, tinier portions across the board, it feels kind of overwhelming, you know? And so I would suggest, uh, I suggest the same thing to everyone. You figure out what's your worst eating habit. Because if you're going to try and change all your, tiny, all your portions into tinier ones, that's a huge undertaking. I don't know if it feels that way or not, but you're, you're eating the portions you, because you want to eat tinier portions, so what do you normally do? Just on, like, If you're not paying attention to anything, your portions are bigger, right? So your automatic eating is your overeating. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to eat tinier portions, so you're consciously trying to remember, eat less, eat less, eat less. You know That's a hard thing to keep up all the time. So it may be more effective to focus on your worst eating habit. That might be eating at night, overeating at dinner, snacking in the afternoon, eating cookies after lunch, whatever. Pick your worst eating habit and go to work on that. And if you're really ambitious, simultaneously go to work on improving your first meal of the day, optimizing it. That's practical, that's manageable. It's, it's a bite-sized piece that you can actually sink your teeth into and stick with. A lot of people overwhelm themselves by trying to change too much at once and can't stick with it. So it's important to, um pay attention to that um sunshine says it's a whole lifestyle change yeah that's great yeah yes all those i've had great success and i'm much happier yeah there you go sunshine <laughs> again i want to make clear like what i what i share with all of you i like I, I added some things to it but the most of what i'm sharing with you is things that i learned from people that had successfully lost weight and kept it off so you know there's plenty of people that get on here and they're like oh this is how i did it well hey no shit. it sounds just like what i say and program yourself then why because success leaves clues People that successfully lose weight and keep it off, there are patterns there that are very similar. The details may be a little different, but there's a lot of similarities about how they think about things, how they're approaching things. And one of the big things, and you just said this, Sunshine, is it was bigger than just weight loss. It's a lifestyle change. It's eating more whole foods. It's reducing the processed foods. That is is gonna be more, most likely gonna be more successful because it's not just about losing weight. It's not just about cutting calories. It's, It's a comprehensive, approach to, to changing your weight. And I think that's got a much higher chance of uh, success, you know? Um, yes, you're right. It's tinier portions of bad food and getting full with unprocessed self-made food. Yeah. Um, yeah, now that's really interesting. See, that's what I mean. Now you get more specific and now your chances of success go way up. The more specific you get, the better your chances of, of success go up. I'll give you an example, a classic one. Someone says, I want to exercise more. I want to start exercising this week. When? I'm not sure but I'm going to start I'm going to start going to the gym. No you're not because a big part of what runs our behavior is a thing called procedural memory. There's a part of our brain that's just like, okay, this happens and this happens and this happens and then we do this and then we do this, right? If you look at your day-to-day reality, just one thing follows the other, right? So if you just say, "Okay, I'm just going to I'm going to work out at the gym this week." Well, when? Well, I don't know, I'm going to figure it out. No you're not. No you're not cuz you haven't installed it in any specific place. You take that person versus the person says, "I want to start working out, so I'm going to start going to the gym at 7:30, um, right after I get up, and uh, you know, do a couple stretches. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out for 45 minutes. I'm going to come home, take a shower, eat breakfast, go to work." That person's chance of success. I'm going to do that Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That person's chance of success is way higher, right? Because it's way more specific, and that behavior is way more installed into that procedural memory. There's way more context to it. So I hope I hope that makes sense to you all. Um, I also practice intermittent fasting. Yeah, great. I think that's great. See, I like what you're saying, Sunshine, because I also want to point out, like, a lot of what's embedded into Program Yourself then is the concept of Jeet Kune Do, which is actually Bruce Lee's martial art. He was a legit martial artist. He wasn't just a movie star. He really was um, an awesome martial artist, came up with his own martial art. And the idea was that he would study anything. He studied fencing, boxing, taekwondo kung fu all every fighting system on the planet and his his idea was i'll take what works discard the rest and so i love that i i think i intermittent fast you know I, I at night and i love it now it's not just i'm not just intermittent fasting though do you understand that's one little that's one piece of my overall puzzle when you start thinking this way you stop you stop becoming reliant on the one diet there's no one diet that's going to get the results you're, you're wanting. You know, you've got to build a plan that's customized for you. And you don't need to follow things like they tell you with the diets. You don't need to go into ketosis. You don't need to never eat a carb. You don't need to keep your carbs under 50 grams. You don't need to not eat for 16 hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these rules these that they put around here are really more about marketing and making it seem like this is the only way. You've got to do it exactly like this and, and just like this or you're not going to get the results. That's not true. If you start, because listen, all the diets work if you follow them. So look at the diets, understand why why they work. And if you want to utilize some of that, utilize it, but add it to your plan that you're creating, and customizing. The, the, that's the path I want you on, the weight mastery path, where you're creating and customizing and perfecting the perfect plan for you. So you're just like, you know, there's, this, there's a marketer who always says that people are walking around with their umbilical cords just looking to plug them in somewhere, right? And that's what dieters are like. Oh, just, what's the new diet? Oh, intermittent fasting. Oh, uh, keto. Uh, You know what I mean? It's just like, no, stop it. Look into it, understand it, and then take what works and discard the rest. Don't feel like a failure because you couldn't not eat for 16 hours every day starting tomorrow. Don't feel like a failure because you can't stop eating carbs and going to ketosis, you know? That there's no reason to feel like a failure for those things at all, okay? Don't let that happen to you. Create your own plan. Jasmine says, Hi, what's your thoughts when people say you've, you're not losing weight because you're not eating enough? Um, I mean, there could occasionally be some truth to that, but the starvation, I find the biggest thing missing with most people's weight loss is patience and enough time. I can't tell you the number of people that have told me, Oh, I, I cut my calories down, I, I... I stopped eating all this and I, I didn't lose any weight. I, I intermittent fasted, and I didn't lose any weight. You know, well, how long? I always said, how long? How long did you do it? Because remember, as soon as we do something extreme, there's a time distortion that occurs, right? <laughs> as soon as you start intermittent fasting 16 hours a day, as soon as you start trying to do keto, all of a sudden a day feels like a week. A week feels like a month. And so, you know, people are on these plans for a week, two weeks, cutting things down, 1200 calories, um, whatever, whatever it is. And, they think it's been a month and it's been five days. All oh, they haven't lost any weight, you know. So again, you have got to whatever you're gonna do. If you, I, I had a client yesterday. She goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a fast, a reset. Why? What, what resets that gonna do for you? You know what? For real, what resets gonna do? If you're gonna dedicate your energy and time to something that's not long term, it's not long term. I'm just gonna fast. I don't know what the hell to do. I just need to reset. How's that gonna reset? How's cutting all the food out of your life for the next day, two days, three days? How's that gonna reset you? Because you know what I think it does? You know what happened to me when I do that stuff, when I tried fasting multi-days? Is I got, I hated it as it approached, I got anxious. And then I was in it and I felt like shit. And then afterwards I was obsessed with food for a while. So is that how you wanna reset yourself? Now, that was my experience i'm not saying that to everyone's but what i'm saying is that you've got to look at the full picture of what you're doing and if you zoom out and say the goal is not to lose weight as quick as i can the goal is to live at my goal weight so i can't just pick a plan based on how fast i'll lose weight i have also got to take into account how i feel doing it and if i feel overwhelmed and frustrated and pissed off and deprived i have to take that into account <laughs> right and so um so again i hear what you're saying like not losing weight because you're not eating enough um, that's the starvation mode theory. And to be completely honest, I don't buy it because I've seen people in starvation situations and I never see people that are overweight in them. Not to be crude, but, but do we, are we? have you ever seen pictures of people in a famine or some situation where they've been starving, like like literally? You never see an overweight person there. You know what I mean? So the starvation mode, again, Let me let me frame it this way too, that weight loss is unpredictable and inconsistent in the short term. You know, that, that's an interesting fact too. And people lose weight at different rates of speed. When you start reading about like weight loss studies that they do, they put people in these metabolic, metabolic lab chambers where they're, they're measuring every calorie in and out for, for this group of people over a month, two months, three months. And what you quickly realize is that with everything being the same, people lose all different amounts of weight. So again, if you're looking at like calorie calculators, understand that they're just guesstimates. But if you're pinning your hopes on what that thing said, you're probably gonna be disappointed. And you've got a lifetime of marketing, trying, you know, diet marketing, showing you before and after pictures and how fast you're able to do it. So you, your timeframes for weight loss are way screwed. You know, they're screwed up. They're way short. And you're, you've been conditioned to think about your weight loss in a very short time frame. And so this factors in because if you're looking at, okay, well, I, I cut my calories, I ate 500 calories this week and I didn't lose any weight. It was just a week. Yeah, starvation mode's real in a week because all of a sudden your body starts activating all its mechanisms to hold on to the weight. So it's like, oh shit, there's no food, just lock it down. And that, that's gonna affect you for a little while. But do you, think, do you think you're gonna go into starvation mode where you just hold on to the weight forever without eating? Think about that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't, you don't have to be a doctor to know that one. I, I made a video and people get mad about it sometimes, but it said if you're overweight, it's because you're overeating. If I dropped you off in the woods for two months and picked you up, do you think you would have lost weight? Now, again, I don't, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's like sometimes you got to cut through. Because if you think in your mind that no matter what I do, I can't lose weight, well, that's a very disempowering belief. And I, I mean, I've had my whole career with people like this, and um, I help them lose weight. So your belief that you can't lose weight, it's not true. You just haven't figured out the right way. So I had someone write a comment today. They go, um, I do great, and then I sabotage myself. You know, and I like, do you sabotage yourself or you do not have a good strategy? You know, again, you're so you've been so conditioned to blame yourself that you haven't had this iron willpower to force yourself to do something you don't like to do, that you're always blaming yourself about this. But doesn't doesn't the fucking plan and the strategy you're trying to follow deserve a little bit of focus? Isn't it possible maybe that the plan is the problem? <laughs> Can you imagine? right? I'm not letting you off the hook. I'm not, I know, you know you're a contributor, but I don't think it's because you don't have the willpower to follow some shitty plan. I think it's because you didn't have the, the information to know, let's find a better way to do this. Let's build the way to do this. So it's not just about how fast I can lose the weight, but let me do it in a way that I start to feel better on day one. What? You, you ever feel better on day one of your diets? Week one of your diet, do you ever feel better? No. You feel like shit, anxious, stressed, overwhelmed. It, you think that might have anything to do with the fact that you think about weight loss 24 hours a day, but you never actually start the plan or stick to it? But you keep blaming yourself, you know? It's like, what was that shit? The, the, I don't know, there's um, some religious thing where they, they whip themselves, right? I forget what they call that now. But um, that's what dieters kind of are in that mindset. Just always whipping themselves instead of saying, wait, wait, whoa, hold on a second. Wait a second. Diets have a 95% failure rate fuck your diet. <laughs> you know, I'm fine. I'm going to figure out what works for me. I'm i st- I'm going to stop with these diets where I just jump all in. All of a sudden it doesn't work. People are like, I can't, consistency is my problem. Yeah. I just made this video is, is the problem that you can't be consistent with the plan or is the problem that the plan is not built to be consistent with, right? Is that, does that plan deserve any of it, man? When 95% of people fail with something, is it you or is it the plan? You know, I, I don't know. Billy says, knowing I was doing the all or nothing with exercise and changing, that helped. I take five minutes now. Yeah, right? I was just thinking that. Like I started like, um, I've I been doing pushups now and it's been what? It's been, I could tell you, it's been 30 weeks, 28 weeks. And I hurt my shoulder. I haven't done pushups in years. and I was getting weak and I was like, I gotta do something. I know what to do. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do five pushups today. And I struggled with them. I was that that kind of, that kind of week. I said, I'm gonna do five pushups every day, Monday through Friday. And next week I'll do six. That was seven. And here I am, I'm a 34, right? And I feel amazing from that. Am I jacked up? Am I, am I super strong now? No. Am I stronger than I was? Yeah. Do I feel great about it? Yeah. Do I feel excited about what the future's coming coming to bring? Yeah. It's, it's, do you know what I mean? But, and I was, I literally was thinking, I'm like, and that is my superpower. I will say, and that's what I focus on is I focus on behavior. I'm a behavior specialist. Absolutely. And so it's like most people wouldn't do that, right? Because five push push-ups that's not doing shit. I'm going to do 20 push-ups or nothing, you know? And it's like, yeah, okay. Well, let me know where you are next year. You know, I, I think long-term and that long-term focus is the, is the secret sauce. It changes everything, you know, but that's great, Bailey. Yep. Tools in the toolbox for sure. I also noticed that going to bed early to always the same time helped a lot against eating attacks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how to say VA v- v- Um, it, That's what I mean. Now that strategy, That's exactly, we wanna be strategic. We start to pay attention and program yourself. Then the first step in terms of eating is awareness. You're not aware of what your eating is. You don't know what's triggering your eating, what's leading you to eat. You don't know your patterns, I guarantee it. And once you know what your patterns are, what's triggering the overeating in different situations, once you understand it with more detail, you can come up with a much more elegant solution that's custom made for you. You know, it makes all the difference in the world. But yeah, that's a great idea. When I go to bed earlier at the same time, that makes everything else go easier and that's the secret program yourself tends a preventative approach meaning we're looking for you know say an ounce of um an ounce prevention is worth a pound of cure i always say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of willpower we want to focus on systematically making it easy for us figuring out when i do this i'm less hungry and that's easier we don't want to just like if we don't pay attention to sleep let's say if you don't realize what effect sleep has on your hunger you're just ignoring that and you're telling yourself, whether I'm starving or whether I'm satisfied, I should be able to control my eating the same with my willpower, you know? And when you start to look at it preventively, you start to realize, oh, I could take that willpower that I fought against cravings all day long and I could use it to go to bed a half hour earlier, to drink my water throughout the day and hydrate myself, to relax more. And not only will you eat better, but more importantly, you're gonna instantly feel a lot better. And isn't that what this is about? Do you feel better when you are going on a diet? Do you? Do you love the first week of a diet? Probably not. Sunshine says, you're awesome. Thank you, Sunshine. I appreciate that. Um, Bailey says, having a few different five minute, ten minutes, and full workouts was so helpful. Yeah, right, Jody? That, that's... I'm proud of you. That, that's great. That's perfect. So you're right on the right track. The plan, if not built by you, is the problem. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right, Don. Why in the middle of the night I wake up raging hungry for sugary foods? Um, okay, Veronica, I get that question a lot. Um, I will tell you this, right? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to answer that question with a story. Uh, One of the most common things I get from people initially is they'll say, Jim, everything's great for breakfast and lunch, and then everything falls apart in the afternoon and at night. I don't know what's going on. I need more willpower in the night and in the evening. I say, okay, hold on. What are you eating for breakfast and lunch? "Uh, Nothing. Okay, and so what do you want to eat for the rest of the day? I just want to eat very little. Okay, well, there's your problem. The problem is not the lack of willpower in the afternoon and evening. The problem, we zoom out, is breakfast and lunch. You're not having anything and you're getting yourself so hungry that you can't control your eating. This is another example of of using strategy as opposed to just using willpower, okay? And so a lot of times where the problem shows up is not where the problem was created, okay? So we wanna start to zoom out and look at the bigger picture of our eating. And so I say that to you as a way to start to approach this. Now, I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but what I am saying is, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, the first thing I want to know is, is it every night? Or is it certain nights? Well, if it's certain nights, what's going on that's leading to that, do you think? That's going to move that conversation along. If it's every night, do you think there's anything leading to that? Are you over restricting during the day? Are you eating no sugar at all during the day? Are you stressed? Are you anxious? Do you have sugary things in the house that you're thinking about all night? You know, there's a lot of detail I would love to have, you know, and so, um, but you see what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going to say, what what's the classic answer to this? Well, just don't do it. Just don't, don't wake up hungry, but do not eat those foods. Do you really want to lose weight? Then don't eat those sugary foods. <laughs> what? <laughs> you think I didn't think of that already? You know what I mean? Like, again, the whole diet industry, the whole weight loss industry is telling you what to do. And no one shows you how to get yourself to do it. You know, so most people in the diet industry, they don't want, come on, Veronica, you really want this? Then you got to just not eat that. You got to, you write, write a note on the fridge, put a picture of yourself overweight on the fridge and, and just say no. You know what I mean? It's like, they, it's always the willpower. It's always willpower in some form or another. You know, I don't find that to be enough. If willpower is the only thing that's gonna make you lose weight, you would have lost weight. It doesn't work, you know? Uh, could be from insulin spikes from eating later, drinking alcohol late. Yeah. So Sunshine, you, you see, Sunshine thinks in a more holistic way. I, I, you know, I, I don't know Sunshine, but Sunshine thinks in a more holistic way, which is is how you get to better solutions, right? Because it's, it's not, again, it's usually not where the problem shows up that we need more willpower. It's usually we need to be strategic to prevent that from happening. And we can't be strategic and prevent it from happening if we don't understand what led to it. And I think if you start thinking this way, I think you're going to start to very clearly see the cause and effect. That there, there is some cause that's happening. It might be a, a couple of them, but there's something that's happening that's leading to that. And I think if you look at it that way, I think you're going to come up with some, some ideas. Um, what is the perfect breakfast in your opinion? Um, okay, well, so obviously, I'm going to say that the, the boilerplate stuff, that the, the best breakfast, the perfect breakfast is the breakfast that's perfect for you, okay? That being said, um, and what I mean by that, so I'll give you, I, I was just talking about this yesterday. I talk about this all the time. There's three criteria, I think, that make the best breakfast uh, for for you. The first one is that it is uh, within your calorie range, and it's very, very nourishing. Now, I'm talking about breakfast here. And, I, and if you don't eat breakfast, the first meal of your day, uh, it's the same thing. I think you should make it the healthiest, most nourishing nourish, nourishment optimal meal of the day. The next thing is that it should be relatively easy. Okay? You don't nothing complex, folks. Okay? Make your plan easy. Make that part of the criteria. If it's complex, screw it. I'm not I'm not going to do that. I want to do something that's relatively easy and then something that you relatively like, right? You can't hate it. If you hate the food, you're not going to do it. So, you have to at the very least be neutral to it. Ideally, we want to kind of like it. Because what I like to do is I, I call like I think of breakfast and I really I think of lunch like this now too, but I think of them as like Vitamin meals, fuel meals. I don't give a shit what they taste like, really. (laughs) You know, now I found things I enjoy. I enjoy peanut butter, so I like it enough. Um, but there's way tastier breakfasts I'd rather eat, you know, taste-wise. Um, so again, we want to make the distinction eating for fuel, eating for fun. And so when I eat for fun, I'm not eating what I eat for fuel, you know, but I got completely different criteria. Monday through Friday, I just want to put gas in the tank. I don't I don't give a shit. I'm not celebrating i don't need a celebration meal monday through friday for breakfast i just want to nourish my body at the highest level possible the easiest way in a way that's relatively okay for me so that's how i think you, you come up with the best breakfast for you you know and then you test it out Is it nourishing you know is it how does it make me feel does this satisfy me till lunch that's another piece of that nourishment piece is we want a meal we want to figure out and again everyone needs different variety I my superpower is I can eat the same thing every day. Some people need more variety. Fine, it's the same thing. Then you need two, three, four things that fit in your calorie range, are nutritionally really dense, um, are easy to make, and you enjoy somewhat. You know, and it satisfies to lunch. That's the ideal. That's how you figure that out. Where are the alligators, Amish dude, Uncle Fester? <laughs> what I don't know what that means. I'm on Spravato right now, so I'm hoping this sticks. Um, yeah. Too much caffeine can increase appetite. Yeah, sure, sure. And some people... That's what I mean. Like, just notice all the things you do because there's a lot of things under your awareness that once you... Yeah, like There's a saying, right? You can't fix what you don't know is broken. Right. And so that's why I'm telling you. Awareness is the first thing. I know you think you're more aware than you are. That's that's the one thing I wish I could coach everyone on the planet, because it's like even in my, my, my program, where we have a group coaching and it's always very helpful for people to see other people come into the program and they think they, they're very aware. They've been trying to lose weight and they have studied all the diets and they're they're smart, and intelligent people and they think they're super aware and they're not because your eating is done on autopilot. You're, you, you're not aware as you think you are. And if you're aware of what you eat, you're not aware of what's triggering you to eat that. I promise you. <laughs> so uh, anyways, but, but yeah, too much caffeine can increase appetite. There, there's all sorts of things that are causing you to eat the way you're eating. So if instead of just thinking you need to follow a perfect plan, if you start to understand what's leading to it, then you again can come up with a much more elegant solution that doesn't require a bunch of willpower. Um, have a great day. You too, Christina. Um, I'm trying to lower my cortisol with good sleeping routine. No caffeine and self-care. Your opinion? Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's super. Um, yeah, good sleeping. I would add, again, so I'll tell you, this is what we go through in the program. Uh, proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, and breathing. Those are kind of wrapped up together. Uh, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. But again, I, I list them in order of importance. So yeah, the, the proper sleep's really important. Really, really important. Number one, in my opinion, right behind it is, is hydration. You know, and then relaxation. So if you're if you're working on reducing cortisol, I would absolutely. And meditation helps that too, so they're kind of related. It's a great way to do it. Um, but I would absolutely focus on you're doing the sleep, hydration, and relaxation, and that'll 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 get you better results, most likely. Rebound hunger later in day with caffeine. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm 63 kilograms. What can I do to get to 50? I I drink coffee, though, too, and I don't have a rebound hunger. So I'm just, all I want to say is that every person's unique. And I think you really, I I wish you could hear that and really internalize that. Because there's 7 billion people on the planet. And one thing that's fascinating when you start studying, like, uh, you know, like like weight loss and and people's metabolisms and how they, they, their genetics and how that influences their weight and their their how they process food and all this other stuff is that people are so different. You know, like, like just, I, I don't know, like um lactose intolerance is one of these things, you know, like like 100% of Asians are lactose intolerance, like 75% of African-Americans are lactose intolerance, right? You may not know that, right? And so it's like, you know, you look at it and say, well, they look like just a person, but yeah, but what's going on inside of them doesn't allow them to break down lactose. You know what I mean? And so that's just one example of a lot of genetic factors, environmental factors, ways you've been eating. There's a lot of factors that are going to influence how you respond to caffeine, how you respond to meat. Vegetables, greens, all, all this different stuff, and so don't take any any plan that comes down from on high. The most respected person on the planet, great, that might be for for the a majority of people, but you're always your own person. I'll tell you, what, it shows me that a lot too. Is there's a thing called the Weight Registry Study, and it's a uh, study you can go check it out. I think it's really great because it's again, it's a it's what it's a collection of what do people? I think it, I think it was like over thirty five thousand people at this point. But it's all people that have lost weight and kept it off for at least two years, and they survey them about different things that they do. You know, and one of them, for example, is I'll weigh myself every day, um, and like sixty or seventy percent do that. Uh, but that also means thirty percent who successfully lost weight and kept it off don't do that. Do you see what I mean? So again, program yourself. Then we're always focused on really honoring yourself. Really, that that's the core thing. Who are you, and what works or doesn't work for you? And you're walking this weight mastery path forever, always figuring out, understanding yourself more, growing, evolving, and really customizing and mastering a plan that's custom built for you. You know, and you never think about it this way, but when you do, not only is it more effective, but it's way more fun. And it sets you up for long-term results, you know, more than the weight the uh, diets do. I am 63 kilograms. What can I do to get to 50? Um, I mean, you got to create a caloric deficit, you know, um, you know, you probably know that, right. Right. But, uh, yeah, slow and steady. You're not that far away. You know what I mean? Um, it's really not, I know it feels like that, but, but it's not, you know, just relax and systematically start to look at your eating and start shaving off calories, right. Where you can the easiest place possible. You know, and then obviously create a lifestyle system too so that helps you. But what I would suggest, that again, it, please do this, folks, is go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session I give you, and watch the training I give you. It is, because uh, then I email you every day too. All of it's free, okay? So, so I can really help you. So it's hard for me just to answer that one question. But if you take that two minutes to, to sign up for that, all of a sudden, every day I'm shooting you, I'm shooting emails reminding you of this you know, and you'll catch my lives, you watch my videos, and I'll start to seep into your your subconscious mind. You know, if we have my program, I have a program too. But even if you don't, I'm here to help you and I will help you. Every day I get people thanking me um, because they're losing weight. Just listening to me. I have a podcast. So again, I, I'm helping you in all different ways. Okay. Um, that, that's a hard question just to answer right now because it's, it's so vague. Uh, B says I have PCOS and I can't lose weight. I feel tired all the time. Um, B, you can lose weight. Okay, I literally have a client right now as PCOS is losing weight. It's probably gonna be harder for you. Okay, so the PCOS is a real challenge. Insulin resistance, menopause, hormonal issues, thyroids, all of these things are real challenges. Broke metabolisms, they're real. But everyone can still lose weight, all right? And so if you're tired all the time, you know, one thing to do is I'd start to focus on that even more than the weight at first, you know? And again, I don't know why you're tired. Maybe you need better sleep right? Maybe you need to hydrate, maybe you need to relax a little bit more, maybe to nourish yourself. Um, but I would focus on that part first as the first part of the phase and then go to work on the weight. But I would suggest, I guess I'm going to throw this out there. You you could tell me if it's true or not. It's probably less that you can't lose weight. And it's probably more that you can't stick to the plan that makes you lose weight. Be very specific with your words, people, because if you say I can't lose weight, that, that is almost never true. You know, it's it's almost a bit more true that I I can't stick with the eating behaviors, the lifestyle habits that are gonna make me lose weight, and so I think it's very important to be very specific. Um, can fasting help too? Um, again, fasting is. I I like fasting, but I I, I never went into it as fasting. You know what I mean? Like I started, I used to snack all night till I went to bed. And so I started to create a bigger window between when I went to bed and when I stopped eating. And I kept growing that window. So now I usually stop eating six, seven at night and I eat the next day seven or eight. So I get 12, 13, 14 hours um, without eating. So that's the fasting I do. Just kind of, I naturally fell into it. I love it. I feel like it's a break for my body. It feels good. I feel lighter. I feel more energized. I love it. Um, But Then there's fasting. I do multi-day fasts and I I hate that. I I hate fasting. Um, I don't like it. I feel tired. I get obsessed with food. I dread it as it approaches. I don't like it. So that's me though, right? Again, so it's like, who who cares what what happens to me? It's up to you. Can fasting help you? I don't know. Do you do it and then feel amazing? Do you look forward to it? Does it set you up for success when you finish it? Or is it something you dread, hate doing, don't want to do, avoid? You know, that's what, ask that question. We can't just look at like, what makes me lose weight? You, you can't just look at the, the diet in a vacuum as if you don't have to live it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Stop doing that. You know, look at the diet and judge how fast it's going to make me lose weight. Fine, you're gonna do that anyways. But also take into account, how's it going to be to live this and do this? How do I feel about doing it? And if you're dreading it, don't do it. Please, good Lord, take that energy and figure out a better strategy for yourself that doesn't feel like it's overwhelming and miserable. All right. Um, Astrid said I always don't get much sleep a week before full moon. Is that also in my head? Well, that's interesting. Is it in your head? I, I couldn't answer that. I don't know. I mean, I would never imagine that the moon controlled the tides. <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, could it be? Could it be? I don't know. But um what I would suggest is maybe it's in your head, maybe it's not, but at the very least, I pay attention to the moon, I guess, and and oh a, a week before I would kind of schedule in naps or I'd go to bed earlier or you know what I mean? I I would have other backup strategies in case I didn't sleep well, you know? And then I'd probably, I'd question that belief, you know what I mean? For sure. Has it always been that way? Is that just something you noticed? Is it in your head? I don't know, but I I, I would look at that. I would dive into that. Is that true? Is it not true? But I would also have some backup strategies as well. So if I don't sleep well and I'm tired, I can take a nap this time. I'm planning on doing that, you know, but that's a solution as well. Um, how did you get the mindset in the beginning of your weight loss journey? Yeah, the mindset in the beginning, that's a great question. Um, I always say this story happened to me and this is true true story. Uh, I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. I was binge drinking like crazy, um, real problem. And I was pretty depressed. And I took a semester off from school and that semester I was exposed to personal development, Tony Robbins, hypnosis, NLP, yoga, guitar, martial arts, meditation, no shit. And I started to really get into those things. But specifically with the mindset of of weight mastery, the big difference for me was built on NLP. NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. It's really the science of modeling, role modeling. So you find someone who's getting the results you want and you figure out how they did it. Not just what they did, ate and exercised, but more the deeper mindset that they have. NLP is very good at breaking down mindsets into real specific pieces. So I found people that had lost weight and kept it off and I began speaking with them, and that was the biggest shift of all of it because I realized at that point that I've been surrounded by people who are struggling with their weight. I didn't know, I didn't. It was like it's like saying your whole life you wanted to learn to speak Chinese, but you never knew anyone who spoke Chinese, right? And all of a sudden you find these people that speak Chinese and English, and they can help you much more, right? And so all of a sudden I was like, oh my God! It was night and day when I saw how they thought about. Because I would ask them, I said, okay, I, I know you lost, I know you're eating better, I know you're, I know that stuff. Um, and I still want to know that I, I asked them that, but, um, how did you, how'd you get motivated? How do you stay motivated? How do you deal with the holidays? How do you think about food? Right. You know, what I mean? like, like deeper level questions. Um, how'd you change how you thought about yourself? How did people respond? how do you deal with that? You know, how to deal with social situations. So, you know, what I, mean? I, I was intentionally looking to uncover their mental strategies. You know, what I soon realized was subconscious strategies. And so that was really how I, um, how I, I modeled their mindsets. And I, I, developed that installed it and built on that, you know, and then it's just been, it's been 30 years of just obsession on it. I am obsessed with it all. Um, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions every 50 books a year. I am obsessed with it. I guess the obsession probably to some degree comes my father died when he was 54 of a heart attack. I was nine. I think it's pretty obvious to draw a straight line from that to me here. Um, well that other, you know, that, that, to I knew that shit. So it wasn't just that. I mean, I knew all those. And I knew when my dad died, part of it was his weight and his, his lifestyle, Um, And I was like, I'm never going to let that happen to me. You know, 10 years later, I'm 50 pounds heavier, binge drinking, out of control. Um, And so it was discovering all those things and really diving into those, finding these people, discussing with them. And then I think that brings me right to here. But you can take the quick shot. You can just go and uh, go to my bio, click the link at the hypnosis session and watch the training. And you can have a much easier time than I did. (laughs) My problem is that I'm lazy. Planning meals and cooking is exhausting. Any tips? Oh yeah, I get that. You're not lazier than me, I bet. (laughs) I bet you're not. I am. Listen, do I like eating the same thing every day? Uh, It's all right. <laughs> Would I like to have something exciting and all the rest of it? Yeah, sure. Am I going to do that? No, I'm lazier than you, I bet. I am so lazy that I said, I remember this. I remember I was I was overweight. I said, okay, I want to lose the weight. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to start working out. I was, I was like, I am not working out. I, I'm. I'm done. I don't want to work out. I don't like it. Okay, so I sit in front of you as someone who has, I've been at the same weight for 30 years. I won blip 12 years ago. Um, same weight for 30 years. I have not dieted once. I have not worked out in any consistent fashion at all. I've done like, I did like P90X once or twice. That's like a month or two, you know, d- over 30 years. Um, you know, did like an insanity, which is another crazy one of those. Um, so I'm lazy and I knew that. I was like, I want to lose weight. I do not want to work out. I do not want to have to rely on that. And so I say, well, what do I know about myself? Well, I'm, I'm lazy, so I'm going to build around that. Okay, let's master the eating, right? Because what's better than if you're lazy, just don't eat so much, right? right? And the next step to that, though, is that I don't give a shit, I'll eat the same thing every day because I'm so lazy. I don't want to think about food. I don't want to. So I love eating the same thing Monday through Friday for breakfast, the same thing Monday through Thursday for lunch. Um, I get all this stuff. It's on autopilot now and I just eat it. And I don't care. It's fine. I don't, do I love it? It's fine. You know, is it as good as a tuna melt? No, but, but it's fine. It keeps me at the weight I want. It energizes me, all the rest of it. So my tip for you is to make it as simple as possible. I tell you, some of the most anxiety I've felt in my life, I I bought this, um, I, I was just curious about this. It was a meal plan program. And it was 30 days of weight loss meal plans. In every, it, So it was, it was three meals a day for 30 days, 90 meals. And every single one of them was different. And I start. I opened it up and I looked at him my heart started beating. I started getting sweat. I was like, oh my God, I, I would never do that. I'm way too lazy. So again, I have optimized my eating around me. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't mind cooking like things I know, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty up to here in life. Like I got two kids. I got, I do a lot of stuff. I run a business, you know? So it's like, I don't really feel like I have the extra capacity to learn other recipes or desire. So I'm fine just eating the same shit. I don't care you know? And so, um, that's my tip is make it easy, 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 easy. The moon controls a lot of things. Look it up and you'll be surprised. Yeah, I, I could see that. I was watching how the moon controlled the tides. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. I kind of knew that, but then I saw how it specifically did. And I was like, Oh, did not. That, it's weird. It's, it's, it's weird. The world's a weird place. <laughs> so maybe, uh, you're welcome, Bonnie. I'm glad that that helped you out. Um, all right everyone i'm gonna get out of here but again yeah if you want to go uh you can watch my podcast it's program yourself then i usually do a live every day at noon right I, I don't officially commit to it just yet but noon is pretty much the, the new time it's gonna be um and i'll be on all different platforms pretty quick here uh but you can always listen to the podcast uh program yourself then i put them up there every day and uh yeah go go to the bio get the hypnosis session watch the training. Uh, and yeah, I will see you, uh, tomorrow. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks. I appreciate your questions. Have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.